0: And welcome to BiblioChat. I'm your host, Forrest Robot. With this invasion of Ukraine, uh, just experiencing an invasion in the 21st century feels very odd and anachronistic, something none of us are very accustomed to. But interestingly, it was something in the past people dealt with on a daily basis. And kind of speaking about the structure of Western Europe before democracies. So, we're going to talk about a few, there's a different, uh, there's a few different ways we can discuss this and different literary figures that are useful. One of them being Shakespeare. And think about how the former structure of an imperial world. Kind of affected people's lives and how society was different and what people kind of believed in, and how people conducted themselves differently, with imperialism being a common occurrence, an imperial invasion being a constant threat. So, on this episode, we're going to focus on Shakespeare and what and how he explored imperialism through his play Coriolanus. So before we jump into the play, I'd like to just kind of discuss Shakespeare a little bit uh why he's why he's important and useful for studying for studying the past so the first kind of interesting thing about Shakespeare is that he never intended his plays to be published, so it's important to understand Shakespeare not as a novelist or a traditional poet. he's writing his plays with the intention of staging a production. You know, he's not writing his plays thinking that people are going to read them one day and study them like a novel. So that's what kind of makes him interesting and kind of shows his brilliance. His, His plays were, he was a very famous playwright at the time he was active. And that's why there's so much, we have so much Shakespeare, we have such large collections of his works today because people loved him at the time that he was active in writing. All levels of society, you know, the, from, the, from the poorest to the richest, uh, the most wealthy, they all enjoyed watching his plays. And he has, a, he has such a gift in understanding human nature, human motivations. And that's why he's really, he's able to bring the past to life. He also was very interested in ancient Rome. So in the 1500s, a lot of other authors and artists were interested in ancient Rome. This kind of, this... Um, a civilization that had a had a miraculous rise and then eventually crumbled and disintegrated and was forgotten for a long time. The Renaissance was a rebirth of ancient Rome, ancient Roman society, ancient Roman artists, the architects, the philosophers. And what ancient Rome was most known for was their ability to conquer and expand their empire. So here's kind of what, how we're taught. This is kind of relates to the whole topic of the episode of imperialism, is that ancient Rome was a relentless conquering nation. They had a superior army. They had uh, superior engineers. They built roads, aqueducts. And this is all just kind of in this, they had this imperial engine that really allowed them to expand. And the, the borders of their empire at the time, they were, the empire reached its height, was the biggest in Western Europe had ever seen at that point. And so this is kind of the the civilization that Shakespeare is writing about with Coriolanus. Coriolanus was a Roman general at the time and really contributed to the expansion of the empire. And so the play kind of follows his progress. And an important element of the play, the play is about many things, and we can only focus on one specific element. And what we're going to focus on is the understanding of a war hero. And this is what's very unique about the Roman Empire. And kind of how the the structure, how you know, living in a pure... A soldier for the Roman Empire, you have a very specific social standing. If you're a successful conqueror, such as Coriolanus, you're pretty much a celebrity. Uh, The closest, you know, you're pretty much like a movie star. Everybody kind of adores you, you're famous, you have a lot of public support. And it's even a way that Julius Caesar was able to become consul. You know, he had, Julius Caesar did not have a strong ancestral standing. And he was able to, he was able to rise through the ranks of the, rise through the political ranks because of his military success. So, and Coriolanus had a very similar story. So, in the play, Coriolanus departs on his military conquests and has a lot of success. And on his return home, there is one, I'm going to talk about one specific exchange before Coriolanus comes back from his successful conquests. And this kind of this this simple exchange really shows the understanding of a successful military conqueror. And so there's there's three characters in this exchange. Meninius, Virgilia, and Volumnia. And Meninius is his friend, a Roman nobleman. Virgilia is his wife. And Volumnia is Coriolanus' mother. Before he comes home, these three characters know that he's coming back, and they're very excited to see him. And Mininius is the first one to speak. And he says, is he not wounded? He wanted to come home wounded. Virgilia, oh no, no, no. Volumnia, oh, he is wounded. I thank the gods for it. Then Meninius, so do I too, if it be not too much. Brings he victory in his pocket, the wounds become him. So what's very interesting about this is that Meninius, whose first line, he wanted to come home wounded. Being, so if you're, if you're a general, showing your wounds and showing your sacrifice for, for the empire is something that's celebrated. And then his wife, obviously, says no, no, no. She's very nervous, doesn't want that to happen. But then his mom, Volumnia, this is very important. She says, oh, he is wounded, I thank the gods for it. Which shows an infatu- where The mother, who should be a caring person for her son. You would think she would be concerned, but in this case, I thank the gods for it. She has like the same interest as Meninius. She wants her son to come home wounded, which is... Very weird but shows these the that being a wounded soldier is a celebrated thing and she's hoping that it happens is an, an obsession with military success military celebrity so this so this simple exchange really shows how the perception of war has evolved you know the imperial expansion has evolved so the us in Vietnam was met with a lot of skepticism and frustration even the soldiers the u.s soldiers fighting there didn't really you know obviously didn't receive many accolades from society the whole war was kind of seen as unnecessary um and just causing a lot of pain and unnecessary destruction whereas in roman society it was just the opposite so we will continue uh these this concept of imperialism through different authors different books and see how the perception of war has evolved over time